Hey friends, I'm Sierra. And I'm Caitlin. And we're friends. But we've never met each other in real life. That's because technology allows you to feel like you're virtually best friends with everyone that you meet online, which is pretty cool. Through storytelling, we're able to learn about other people's passions and drives and hear what makes them unique. We want to hear your story so that we can become virtually best friends. Hello, friends. Welcome back to VBF Pod. Today, we are talking about all things holiday because holiday season is upon us. Yes, we are stoked. And I feel like, especially this year, I just want to embrace every single joyful Christmassy holiday moment. <laughs> I feel like that is definitely the mantra of 2020 for me. It's just let's just enjoy the moments that we have while we have them. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Okay, but before we get in, I wanted to reflect back on a certain challenge that everybody voted for on our Instagram from a couple of episodes ago. We were talking about Taylor Swift's new album, Folklore. And Sierra, I have to ask, how have you liked Folklore this year? Okay, so I was definitely dragging my feet. Um, I finally listened to it the other day, and I made a couple of loose notes, but basically... I was a little surprised by some of it. Um, the first song came on and I immediately sent a video to Caitlin because I was like, wait, this was just not what I was expecting. I really like this. I'm the person that needs to listen to something twice. So I haven't listened to the album again and I need to, to kind of really solidify my opinions. I, I kind of think that she started Folklore out really strong with the one. Like that may have been my favorite, one of my favorite songs on there. Um, that I hadn't been exposed to yet. Oh so my goodness. I'm grinning to ear to ear over here because if anybody else is on Spotify, you get sometimes the year in review wrapped if you're um, on the Spotify premium. And I was dying because right as Sierra was talking about folklore and was sending me all these messages, my year in review came out on Spotify. And literally the only thing I apparently listened to this year was folklore. So <laughs> it was serendipitous that you had sent me those videos <laughs> because <I> apparently... <laughs> I almost commented on it. I was like, that's so funny. She did say that she feels really passionately about the folklore album. I do. And I was cracking up because one of the slides on Spotify said I'm in the top 1% of Taylor Swift folklore <laughs> listeners. And I don't, oh. I am so embracing it. Anyway, I just was, it was perfect timing. It's a great album. If anybody gets the chance to listen, little plug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So we're definitely going to have to discuss it further at some point because there are a couple of songs that I would agree were good. There were a couple of songs that was like, eh. there's one mirror ball. Mm -hmm. I said, I wrote down, I wouldn't say that it's my favorite, but it's definitely vibey. Like I can see how I would end up on someone's fall playlist, but it wasn't necessarily my favorite song. I also like, I'm going to get so much hate for this, but I don't think I get the hype for Cardigan. But like I said, I'm going to re-listen to everything. <laughs> the double exposure will help me. <laughs> to be fair, I did not like any of the songs the first time I listened to it. And okay. now clearly, I mean, it was a it was a big curve because now I'm top 1% or whatever. <laughs> I did find myself listening to... <laughs> listening to another Taylor Swift song like afterwards and I was like oh no <laughs> what is going on <laughs> I listened to Blank Space a couple of times it's oh fine. yes <laughs> I love it 
Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, switching gears a little bit, we want to get back into the holiday spirit. So Sierra, have you been decorating for the holidays? I have. And I actually opted to get a real Christmas tree this year. It smells so good in my apartment. But (laughs) when I was inspecting my tree, I realized that there was a bird's nest in there. And I was thoroughly freaked out. Oh my gosh. Uh, the internet is a great and terrible place, friends, because I, of course, did some research, went down a rabbit hole of all the terrible, horrible, scary things that you can find in your Christmas tree. And I just decided, you know what? Either I'm going to let something live in here and attack me, or I'm going to get it out right now. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I would probably freak out, to be honest. I've never had a real Christmas tree, but that's like one of my worst fears if I were to have a Christmas tree, a real one. Yeah, I didn't know it was something to be afraid of. It took all of my courage to get the nest out, which thankfully it ended up being an empty nest. Other people were telling me about how they have had so many things fall out of their real Christmas tree. Like I've heard everything from mice to eggs dead birds like literally oh Oh my gosh I feel like when you said the mouse I just had this itch like (laughs) oh oh my gosh yeah so friendly warning not really a warning I don't want it to discourage people and I feel like that's accidentally what my experience has done like people have been freaking out um I still think it's it's nice to have a real Christmas tree I just think you know it's a reminder to take a peek in there before you either before you buy it or right when you get home or before you bring it in the house just to clear it out but other than that and definitely by the time this episode goes live I have been I've pulled out all of my Christmas um decorations that I have and I've been scattering it around my apartment and it's just gonna be so nice to sit by a lit Christmas tree. Your home has the coziest vibes. Oh my gosh, you posted a picture the other day and I was like, this is the best Christmas decorated corner like I've ever seen. (laughs) You know what? I have to laugh though. So if you've seen on my feed, I definitely took my classroom wall and like decorated it because I have fake shiplap paper up on my wall. Since when I'm teaching at home, I've got to be able to turn and I wanted it to look like a classroom. And I realized it made the perfect Christmas corner. So I kind of moved my tree over and lit up some. It's just so cool. I've, I'm just loving it. And I'm also such a pillow person. Like all of my pillows, I buy like the shams that you can just like cover them mm-hmm. with Christmas tartan. So now there's lots of tartan everywhere. And I'm, it's just the best. <laughs> that is definitely one of those hacks too. Like if you're decorating and you want festive and seasonal pillows, definitely yes. heard that you should just buy the covers so that you can swap it out every season and you won't have to store the pillows. Yes, especially in a small space like an apartment. Now that our apartments are cozy and in its own kind of holiday vibe going on, do you have any holiday treats that you like to eat while you're enjoying all that festiveness? Ooh, okay, so... I actually, this is kind of funny. I bought the other day, you know, those cookie cutouts that have like the pre-made shapes in them, like Christmas trees, Santa Claus hats or whatever. Well, Mm -hmm. I saw uh, when I was getting my groceries, they had an elf one, like elf the movie with the elf hat on it. And Wait, I was, are you talking about the Pillsbury? You're talking about the Pillsbury yes, cookies? Yes, thank you. The Pillsbury AKA cookies. the best the, holiday cookies. They're, they're yes. so good for like no reason. They're, like, they're just so, a sugar cookie. So good. Like I'm not even, I have been eating the dough raw 
And then I decided the first day when I brought it home, I was just going to have two cookies. So I made myself two cookies. Now, I don't know if it's something that's happened like over the years, but the cookies have gotten smaller and smaller. And if it's not self-restraint to just have two of those, I don't know what is. So I am like almost done with all those, like a whole package of those cookies, but it's definitely sparking joy. <laughs> I'm impressed. Yo? I'm impressed. I am in a a minimum six cookie kind of girl, like with those ones. Yes. Because I love the holiday shapes and holiday, like, you know, things that they put on them, but uh, I cannot eat just two. So kudos to you. Well, that was the first day. The second day was more around six. And yesterday I just ate the dough raw. I don't even, you can eat it raw. That's what it said on the side. So I haven't gotten sick yet. I think the thing that I look most forward to during the holiday season is, you know, I like my holiday drinks. So I'm all pumpkin spice, everything in the fall. Winter, I want everything to be eggnog. So eggnog flavors and eggnog drinks by the by the Christmas tree are my thing. Yes. Kind of like what we were talking about with Catherine last yeah. time on her last podcast. Um, I also never mentioned I've never had eggnog. So I'm adding oh. that onto my list. Or if I have, it was like a sip of it like years ago. So when you were talking about it, I was like, I actually don't remember if I've even had it before. (laughs) So you let Catherine get the brunt of my (laughs) frustration. (laughs) I need to apologize. Well, because I was sitting there thinking like, "Hmm, when was the last time I had it? But yum. (laughs) I I think that it could be an acquired taste because growing up, I always got eggnog and the rest of my family did not like it at all. So it was kind of nice because then it was mine. <laughs> no one else touched it because no one else liked eggnog. So I got to drink it. Um, That's a pretty great reason. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got to learn how to get <laughs> stuff for yourself. <laughs> it's like my version of hiding the, the sweets like the families do when they like hide their candy oh, and stuff. Like yes. My version is buying things that no one else likes. So then it's just mine. <laughs> totally. Oh, I totally get that. <laughs> okay. So now that it's December, what would be your ideal December day? I'm glad that I get to go first on this because I feel like I was just going to steal yours because I, I have an idea of what it would be. So definitely in December, I want it to be a snowy day. So, or maybe just gray. It can be gray. I'm one of those people that likes the look of snow, but I don't like being out in snow. So if it's snowing and I can see it, that'd be like perf. Mm-hmm. And so imagine a beautiful snowy scene outside the window. I have my Christmas tree lights on. I have my eggnog or another warm beverage because eggnog is not warm, but in one of my Christmas mugs and either I'm snuggled up in some like type of Christmas PJ situation watching holiday movies or reading. Although I have to be honest, it might be a holiday movie marathon (laughs) that might win. I am all for that. I think when you started talking about the snow, I was thinking too, I think my favorite December day is right when it's snowing not necessarily the day after it snowed because usually it's like bright and sunny and you can't really see because the sun is being reflected off of the snow. But I think my ideal day is when it's snowing in the mountains. Like there's so many cute Christmas towns that look like 
like a Hallmark Christmas movie. It's so fun to go up and I love bundling up. And as a kid, we used to go up to this little town in the mountains called Georgetown and they have all of these Christmas shops. And I know Estes Park does too, but, and they would have live reindeer and we'd go up and have hot chocolate and just walk around. And maybe it's just that it's COVID that I just miss being with like lots of people celebrating Christmas, but that just sounds so idyllic right now. Like something cozy, you have your hot chocolate, the cute decorations are everywhere. Like there were, there's always people caroling in the streets. It's like right out of a Hallmark movie. So maybe I've just been watching too many Hallmark movies too. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say that sounds really like a Hallmark movie. It is. Um, It's interesting that you said that about the snow because I kind of like how bright it is when the snow has settled the next day it it feels cool i don't know and especially like in the morning before um there's too much going on because i like the stillness of it all like that's what i like that it's bright and it's still and people are trying to maybe clear off the snow on their cars and stuff but there's not too much action going on because people have to be you know more careful so it's just like nice and quiet and just a thing (laughs) totally absolutely do you have a favorite holiday tradition but also do you think that there's something that you might want to implement this year since the holidays are going to look a little bit different in 2020 you know I don't really have like any set traditions like my family's always had like our Christmas celebrations or we'll make cookies or something um but nothing like super specific i think this year though well usually there's always kind of an element of giving i i really like the tradition of choosing an angel off of the angel tree and giving back um but then also usually making christmas cookies and giving it to relatives i'm not totally sure how that's going to look this year but i still like the idea of being able to give back this christmas yeah how about you I love that. That's so nice. Okay. Um, For me, we're kind of the same. Our traditions kind of go in and out. But one thing that I'm excited to bring back this year was the first year that I lived on my own. So when I moved out, I still wanted to find a way to kind of do holiday celebrating with my siblings. So the first year I moved out, I actually got us all the same advent calendar. And every night we would FaceTime or we would figure out a way to open it at the same time. And so that was just like a special way that we got to see each other, like, you know, virtually. And then, um, you know, have that little moment every day. And then that's awesome. So this year, I actually thought it'd be a great time to bring that back with COVID. So I'm surprising them. Um, this one isn't all 25 days. This is a 15 day sock calendar, but Target (gasps) has them. Yes, Target has sock calendars. So I got a different one, um, kind of. Me and my sister have different ones, but they're both (laughs) Harry Potter. And I got my brother one that has like this food related and stuff. And I'm gonna drop them off at some point, like outside their door, and then demand that we do a group FaceTime to open up to see our socks every day until Christmas. That's such a good way to come together. I really like that. It, it made it made things feel a little bit like I was at home that first year. Like it was nice yes. to still be able to to talk to them. Totally. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. Okay. What are some movies or TV shows that are on your holiday watch list in December? Well, um, I feel like maybe this is not nice because it's 2020, but I feel like last year Netflix had like a better holiday movie lineup. I'm with you, actually. Than this year. But, you know, things happen. 
Um, so I'm more going back to some of those old holiday movies that I really liked. Um, for example, The Night Before Christmas, which is the one with the Vanessa and Hudgens. I yes. always put the Anne in there. She doesn't even go by that anymore, but <laughs> a holdover from Disney days. And what other ones? I don't know. There were a lot. I watched um, Holla... Hmm, I can't remember the name of it. I've been watching a few, though, since the holiday season has started. But TV shows. Okay. So I always tell people, I'm like, I don't like reality TV shows. But then I get sucked into some random love-related holiday TV show. <laughs> this year, I found um, a TV show on HBO Max, like that app, and it's called 12 Dates of Christmas. Oh, you posted about this. Oh I'm my so gosh. curious about it. I'm so upset. So they're doing it the way, like, you know how Netflix um, had a couple of series like last year and this year where it's like they'll release a couple of episodes at a time? Yes. Well, that's the same with this one. So I have to wait. I can't just binge oh, it. Man. But it's such a cute premise. It's like they live in this, um, they're staying in this like castle and there's three kind of lead characters and they're supposed to be finding dates to bring home to their parents for Christmas. And so the three of them are getting these dates. And so like the first night, like one person came and they're like, oh, I have this connection. This is cool. And then the next day, another date comes. So then it like adds a little bit, like there's complications. It's like, oh, I like this person. Ooh. But I need to, say, need to spend time with this other person. But also like, I don't know. I kind of like this one, but I don't like that one. Right. And as it's grown, some of the people on the show that are supposed to be dates for the main characters have been like interested in each other. So they're supposed to be dating the main characters, but they're kind of, anyway, it's messy, but it's oh, Christmas themed. And at some point in the show, they are supposed to actually go home for Christmas. So we'll be able to see like which one they bring home and how the parents react. And I don't know, it's interesting. <laughs> That's really cool. Okay, I might have to check that one out. I like that. I'm with you. I've been watching the same movies on Netflix because I was hoping for something like a little bit more cheesy. I don't know of like moving stories along, but I really like the holiday. I think you were the one who actually recommended that. And I've watched it a total of three times already. Yes. And um, I got Ryan to watch that one too. So he actually was like, this one was actually pretty funny. Um, and then I've watched Midnight at Magnolia, which is super cute. But I, I feel like I still have a lot more of just like Christmas movies that I love from the past that are kind of old, like the Santa Claus and a Christmas story that are still on my list too. Oh my goodness. I'm so happy you said that about holiday, but also um, Christmas at the Magnolia. Oh no. Midnight at the Magnolia was also a really good one. I've only watched it once so far, but I can see myself watching it again for sure. It's so cute if you haven't watched it yet. Is there anything fun that you're thinking about doing this December? Anything like maybe on your bucket list that you want to do to kind of just really lean into this season? You know what? I think one of the cool things, and I've only done this once, and when you were talking about your Christmas tree, I was thinking back. I've never had a live Christmas tree, but I've gone with one of my friends and her husband, and we went and actually cut down a tree in the mountains. And it was the coolest thing ever to actually like carry the tree back to their condo up in the mountains. And I just cannot wait to go back up to the mountains and I don't know what social distancing will look like in some of the mountain towns kind of waiting to see. But I think definitely just like embracing Christmas with the snow falling and in the pine trees. 
That sounds great. How about you? I just want you to know that every time you talk about your mountains, I just like mentally have a countdown to when I will be able to visit, yes! <laughs> visit Denver and get to see like what you're seeing because it just always sounds so great. Um, but is. for me, I have a couple of things kind of on my bucket list, of course, because <laughs> I like to make bucket lists. But I think one of the ways that I'm leaning into the season this year, or I'm going to try to, is that I want to try to go do maybe some drive-through light viewing. Mm. So either drive my car to something that has them. I know a couple of places actually have like legit light drive-through setup situations. Or even just like walk around or drive around neighborhoods to kind of take in the moment to see the lights. I think that'd be fun. Yes. And there's, I feel like some of those places are hit or miss, but the good ones I've noticed have come back this year, which I'm really excited about. I had totally forgotten about that until you said that. Those are super fun. Oh, yeah. It's so exciting. I mean, so previous years, uh, I used to take my siblings to Zoo Lights. So the National mm -hmm. Zoo in, D in <gasps> D.C., um, always put on these light displays and you got to see some of the nocturnal animals, but you walk around, you see the lights, get some exercise. It's always freezing, um, but it's nice. And we haven't done that in a while. And this year, I think they decided not to do it for, I mean, for good reason, but I'm hoping just like bring a little bit of that spark because likes always make me happy. Like seeing the lights, <laughs> it's something that definitely Ooh. brings me joy. Oh my gosh. I forgot about zoo lights are so much fun too. Okay, so there's definitely been an emphasis, I'd say, on our blogs where we talk about giving back and choosing maybe different charities to donate to or choosing small businesses to shop from. And I wanted to touch base on that a little bit. If anybody listening hasn't really thought about this idea, maybe it's something you want to consider this holiday season. Yes, I think giving back this year especially has been so important. That and also, like you said, just really leaning into the idea of supporting small businesses, because I think that's one of the ways you can kind of have this larger impact. It ripples into your community because small businesses are more likely to use other small businesses, but then also it stimulates their local economy. You're supporting their families. I just think it's so special. But um, speaking of that, I think Claire actually announced what her grand total was. So if you remember... <laughs> A while back with the Claire episode, she was talking about how she was um, hoping to get some gift cards together to donate to the Susan B. Anthony project, which helps um, families that are dealing with domestic violence issues. But her grand total. I think it was over $1,000, which was, it was awesome. It was definitely over over $1,000. But truly, I think it's just so cool. And it's a testament to people being able to come together. And it, to me, it's also kind of crazy that even a small amount or a small act of kindness, whether you're giving to a food bank or maybe you're donating your time to stock shelves or maybe you are helping out with something, it really goes such a long way. Um, she shared that together we were able to raise 17 hundred dollars for the Susan B. Anthony what? project, which is so, so great. That's um, so cool. But like you were saying, I think any little bit kinds of goes a long way this year. And that's always just something that I really believed in in general. 
a little bit, a little bit, just taking those steps is always better than nothing. Yes, absolutely. So hopefully maybe you have some kind of community center around you, or maybe you're just helping out a small business. Um, it really goes such a long way. And I think too, sometimes those smaller businesses, those items really just mean so much when somebody receives them, because it just feels like something really personal to everybody around us. I agree. I agree. Well, thank you all for listening to our holiday episode. We will be back next week talking about some fun things. So definitely stay tuned for that. If you want to reach out with us, talk to us, you can find us over at Virtually Best Friends Pod on Instagram. You can also visit us on our website if you want to figure out more ways to listen or learn about us, which is virtuallybestfriendspod.com. Thanks for tuning in.